Uh, good morning. Uh, today's daf in Sukkah Nun Aleph. We are in the very bottom of Nun Amada Bays. We're starting with the words Amara Papa. Uh, we are involved in a very fundamental debate in the Gemara whether or not Ikar Shubakli or Ikar Shubapeh. So we know that Shir has to accompany the Avoda. An integral part of the Avoda is to have Shir that goes along and accompanies the Avoda. <coughs> uh, obviously, the, the Avoda is done daily in the base of Mekdash. That's, uh, hence, hence the term Tamid. Not only is it done daily in the base of Mekdash, but on Shabbos. In addition to having the carbon tamid, you have the carbon musafim as well. And Yantav, you have a whole series of additional carbonos. And, uh, so, and, and accompanying the carbonos, you have the nisa chayayin that accompanies every carbon. And with, together with the nisa chayayin, you have, you have shear. On sukkus, you have additional shear as well. Uh, sukkus, you have the simchas beso shueva, which we're going to be describing later this morning. Uh, the Mishnah coming up on, uh, on, on Alth, otherwise known as today's daf. So we're going to have the Simchas Beis Shoeva, the Shir that comes together with the Simchas Beis Shoeva as well. So Shir, Shira is a big part of the Avoda in the, ba- in the base of Mikdash. So what was made up, what was the Shir made up of? So it had vocals and it had, uh, and had an orchestra. There was a band. So, uh, on the vocal side. So you had the Levium singing. Well, what about the band? What was the band made up of? Well, just in just a moment, we're going to be debating that very issue. But meanwhile, however, uh, the discussion that we had yesterday is that the shear that's done on Shabbos, the shear that's done on Yantif, so is it able to override the Shabbos? So the answer is yes. However, as we discussed yesterday, uh, the yes is going on what? Well, it depends what the Iker shear is. If Iker shear is Bepeh, so that means that you have the vocals. Uh, but if the, uh, but if Iker shear is Bepeh, you have the vocals, but you're not going to have the instruments, right? Uh, there's a, uh, Issa de Rabban to play instruments on Shabbos and Yantif. Now, if the Iker shear was declined, so then obviously, uh, you certainly, certainly you're going you're to be playing the instruments. So this was a discussion slash debate that we had in yesterday's daf in terms of whether or not Iker shear bepeh or Iker shear bekli. Um, a little bit, a couple minutes from now, I'm going to go back to the machlokis, Rav Yosef, Rav Yehud, and the Chachamim, and the way Rav Yosef framed that machlokis. So I'm going to come back to that in just a little bit. But anyway, but right now we could just simply say that the, uh, there's a major machlokis as to whether or not Iker shear bekli or Iker shear bepeh. Amara Papa. So, we're gonna we're gonna see that in just a moment. That's a, that that question perfectly perfectly sets us up for the daf. So Amara Papa. So now as we're on the top of Nanalif Amanalif. So Kitanai. So this question of whether or not Ikushir be clear Ikushir is in fact a machlokes Tanai. The Gemara says Avdei Kohanim Hayu. So who's playing in the band? So the Gemara in Erechin, it's, it's a mission. Erechin brings down Machlokas, three opinions in terms of who, who are members of the band. So Avdi Kohanim Hayu did Reb Meir. So Lefishi says Reb Meir, they are the servants of Kohanim. Reb Yosi Omer Mishpachas Beis Apagarma Mishpachas Beis Poria Umei Amma Um Hayu Shayu Masim Lekuhuna. So according to Reb Yosi, they are families with Yichus. Okay, Let's say it simply. In other words, not Kohanim. But families with Yichus. Kohanim would marry within these families. And a third opinion, Rabbi Hanina ben Antignos, Omer, Levim Hayu. That they were actual Levim. Okay, so now that we know there are three opinions, so what we have are opinions, but we don't know what is the, uh, what is this uh, machlokis being, uh, b- being grounded in. What's the Nikud hamachlokis over here? So my la bakemiflugi, so the Gemara says, so I'm going to suggest a pshat. And that is the If you say that they were avadim who were doing the avoda, so that means that the main shear is done with vocals, meaning you have the levim taking care of it. What's the band? The band is exactly that. They're there to accompany, to make it sound better, but they're not. They're not providing the ikar shear. 
Oman Dharma Leviim Hayu, and the one who says that the instruments were done by the Leviim, so Kasavri Ikashir Bikli. So they are of the position that the Ikashir is done with Kli. And of course, Shir has to be done by Leviim. And so therefore, the Leviim have to play in the band. And the Gemara now is suggesting that that's the Machlokas. It sounds great. Now, it sounds great, but it's an incomplete explanation. Uh, because if you recall, there are three opinions in the Brisa. And all we did was successfully explain two of the three opinions. So that's called an incomplete a- a- explanation. So Vitizbra and the Gemara makes exactly that point. So Rabbi Yossi, my Kasafra, so the Sheet of Rabbi Yossi, remember? He says there were Mishpachos Miuchasos. So what is, what's his position? So if the Ikashir is done bepeh, so then why do I need Yichos? I don't need Yichos, I can get a Vadim. And if, the, if, you, if you maintain that the Ikashir is done with, with Kalim, with instruments, so Levim in Yisraelim, they have to be Levim. So So the Gemara says, okay, so what we're going to have to do is we're going to go back to the drawing, uh, back to the drawing board and we're going to have to draw up another, another explanation. Uh, the first explanation was, was incomplete. Okay. So let's say like this as a Gemara. That really, Ikashir is bepeh. So the Gemara says, and? Okay. In other words, when you're telling over the story of who played in the band, so uh, some say that they were Livium, some say they were Avadim, and some say they were Miyuchasas. So the Gemara says, okay. The Gemara says, that's great. But I'm sure you noticed it wasn't just some said, some said. They were Tanayim. Right? There was the Sheet of Rabbi Meir, the Sheet of Rabbi Hanina ben Antignos, the Sheet of Rabbi Yossi. Meaning, what, Tanayim are, 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 are in the business of telling stories, and each one of them has their own version of how to tell the story. And, and what, 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 what's the point? So the Gemara says, ah, oh, Lamai Nafkamino. So that's exactly the Gemara's question. So what's the point? Obviously, they were making a halachic point in saying over the stories. And each one with their version of the story was making their particular halachic point. What was the halachic point? So, ah, so the Gemara says like this. Each one of the Tanaim said, like, said the following. The, uh, the band played on a stage. Okay? Uh, not much has changed in the last couple thousand years. So the band played on a stage. That stage is called the Dochan. So now you, st- you, stood, you, you stepped up to the Dochan. Now, if you're the one actually singing, so everybody knows, that's a levy, of course. In other words, that, that, that part is clear. Uh, but if you had now somebody getting up on stage and playing in the band, now what could you say about that individual? The Gemara says, that's the machlokes atanayim. What assumptions can you make when you see somebody playing in the band? Okay, so nowadays, right, uh, just think, when you go to a wedding, go go to any simcha, and you see somebody playing in the band. Is that person Jewish? Uh, not necessarily. Ah, but he's wearing a kippah. Okay, <laughs> That's great. They asked him to put a keep on. <laughs> okay, so the Gemara says exactly. That's the machlokes atanaim. So Now, if you have the position that you're avadim, so that means that there is absolutely no assumption that you can make when you see somebody getting up to the duchen. Meaning he's of the position that getting up to the duchen just simply means that you need to be musically talented. But that's it. After that, you don't have. There's no background check, and and you don't have to. You don't have to have any kind of yichus. You don't even have to... You, you could be an Evid. It's fine. So, Uman, Dama Yisrael, Hayu Kasev, Ramalim, Duchen, Liyuchsin, Avalol, Lameiser. Now, the one, the, the, the middle position that says, Mishpachus, Miyuchas, is because there was a background check. Not whether or not you're a Levi, but a background check in terms of whether or not you had a... You were from a family of yichus. And therefore, uh, the Kohanim would, would marry into your family if they say... If they see you or a family member getting up on stage and playing in the band, right? Generally speaking, Kohanim, when, when finding Shiduchim, so they would look at, first they would look for Kohanim, if they can marry in, intra-Kohanim. Uh, but the, uh, the Gemara Ksuva says is that 
If, if not, they would, fa- they would find families that had yichus. Okay. Uman dar levim hayu. And the one who was of the position that they were levim, kasavra malim iduchen, bein liyichus, bein lamaisa. So, uh, they're of the position that they would ascend for both, uh, the duchen for both yichus and maiser, meaning full background check, not only in terms of yichus, but also to make sure the levim as well. Okay. The Gemara says, ad kan, that's the, that's the hezbra machlokis. And therefore, what comes out is that they're not debating at all whether or not ikar shir or ikar shir So as much as we tried to suggest that that's a machlokis at the Gemara says it was a nice try, but it's, it's not. Okay. Let's go back. Yesterday in Anunamad Beis, so we had a machlokis at If you go back to yesterday's daf, Anunamad Beis, and look about 10 lines from the top of the Amud. So I'm reviewing the Ten Rabbanon. Ha'chalo doches ha'shabes div rav yosib rav yehudav ha'chachamim omrim. Af Yom Tov Eino Doche. So the Machlokas Tanaim is really clear. Not really clear in terms of what it's talking about, but really clear in terms of the positions. The Shita of Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehuda is, is that you play instruments, right? Uh, the the Bryce is talking about the flute, but it's really, it's a really reference to all instruments. You play instruments on Shabbos and on Yantiv. And, and the Shita of the Chachamim is, no, you don't. You don't play instruments. You, you sing, but you don't play instruments on Shabbos and Yantiv. Now this was talking about what? So if you remember yesterday's daf, so Rav Yosef says, I'll tell you what it's talking about. The homach locus over here is talking about the instruments accompanying the song during the avoda. So, and the machlokus is whether or not ikashir bekli or ikashir bepeh. Like that, that's Rav Yosef's explanation yesterday. Ah, but when you're talking about simchas, simchas shoeva, which is a separate simcha and separate shir, so according to Rav Yosef of yesterday's daf, there is no machlokus. Everyone agrees that Eino Doche Losa Shabbos Velosiyanta, because that's not Avoda, that's Simchas Pesah Shoeva, and that has nothing to do with Avoda. And so therefore, on Shabbos and on Yantav, so everyone agrees that you wouldn't be, uh, it wouldn't be instruments. It would be singing, but there wouldn't be instruments. That is Rav Yosef of yesterday's daf. On that, Rav Yirmiya Bar Abba Amar. So Rav Yirmiya Bar Abba is going back to, back to the, what, what we discussed yesterday, and he says, Rav Yosef, you're not right. Meaning the machlokus between Rav Yosef, Rav Yehud, and the Chachamim is not talking about the Avoda. In fact, they are debating Simchas Beis HaShoeva. Uh, what about the Avoda? So stay tuned. So Rav Yirmiya Bar Ba'amar Machlokes B'Shir Shoeva. Rav Yosef, Rav Yehud, Asafar Simcha Yisera Nami Doches HaShabbos. Where Rav Yosef, Rav Yehud, is of the position that it's Simcha Yisera. It creates extra Simcha. But that's not enough to go ahead and to override. Sorry. According to Rav Yosef, Rav Yehud, it is enough to override even Shabbos. Consider, again, like we said yesterday, that the playing of the instruments is, is, is an Isra Durabanan. It's an Isra Torah. And so therefore, in order to create extra Simcha, so Rav Yost, Rav Yehuda says, good. So, so bring out the instruments. And Rabbanan Savri Simcha Yisera in Adochas Shabbos. And, and, and the Chachamim will tell you, no. To just create Simcha Yisera, that's not enough of a justification to go ahead and take out the instruments on Shabbos and on Yontif. But on the Shir Shal Karban, there we have no debate. Meaning, on Shabbos, in the base of Mikdash, while doing the Avoda, not only are you going to have the choir, you're going to have the band as well. Okay. Which is, which is, which is amazing. Meaning, we're going to have the base of Mikdash. It's, it, it, it's going to be a really un, un, unusual scene. That in the base of Mikdash, not only do they have a choir, they have a band on Shabbos. Okay, good. So the Gemara says... Uh, but, 
whatever whatever the band is made up of. Vidokas or Shabbos. Okay. So the um so that is that now Rav Yirmiya. Now Rav Yirmiya, if you compare Rav Yirmiya's pshat of the Machlokas today to Rav Yosef's pshat, so it's the it's it's the opposite. Meaning Rav Yosef was telling us yesterday that the whole Machlokas is about the Shir Shalavoda, and by Shir Shal Shoeva, everyone agrees that it wouldn't override Shabbos Yantif. And today's daf, Rav Yirmiya is saying no. That when it comes to the Shir Shal Shoeva, that's the Machlokas. But the Shir of the Avoda, there is no Machlokas, and everyone would say that it's okay. That the playing of the instruments is in fact going to override the Shabbos. So now, Mesvei, so the Gemara says, okay, who's right? Uh, who, who, who's giving us a better, a better Hezber, a better Geder of the Machlokas of Rav Yosef, Rav Yud, and the Chachamim? So that's what the Gemara now is going to litigate. So Mesvei, Shir Shoshoe, Vadochas, Shabbos, Rav Yosef, Rav Yud, and the Chachamim, Mormim, Af Yom Tov, So this is a pretty quick litigation. Because the Gemara has a brisa that says beferush that they're arguing about simchas beis which is now going to obviously be in favor of, of Rav Yirmiya, and 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 it's going and, and it goes against Rav Yosef. So to Yufta to Rav Yosef to Yufta. Okay, so the Gemara says no. Okay, so this is going to be difficult for Rav Yosef. So lema b'shir shoshoeva who the polygav of b'shir shol carbon divrei akol doches and shabbos and lema to have to Yufta to Rav Yosef v'tarte. And so the Gemara says, okay, now let's just simply follow through. If they're arguing, like we just learned in the Brisa, if they're arguing about the Shir Shoshoeva, that would mean that by Shir Shoshoeva, they are not arguing. And that they would both agree that it would be okay, and it would, you, you take out the instruments on Shabbos for the, for the Avoda. And now, not only is it a Tiyufta on Rav Yosef, it becomes now Tiyufta also on Rav Yosef. So, so on, on, on the two points that Rav Yosef is making, so he's wrong and he's wrong. L'chora. So the Gemara says, okay, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far. So I'm lechav Rav Yosef. So Rav Yosef will tell you, no, I think they're arguing both. Meaning you're right. I'm wrong about the shir shoeva. But what I could say, however, at least to defend half of my position, is that they're arguing about the shir shoeva, and they're also arguing about the shir shokarban. And 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 the only reason why the uh, the 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 is highlighting the shir shoeva. Is just simply to amplify the sheet of Rav Yosef Rav Yehuda. Look at Rav Yosef Rav Yehuda. Not only does he allow you to take out the instruments for the avoda, he even allows you to take out the instrument for the for the simchas beis That's that that that's a that, that's a strong position, right? That's it, it falls under the category of koach dehetera adif, meaning that's a kula. And 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 the Gemara says it's always better to show off a more makel position, right? Rashi in the beginning of Beitzah talks about this uh, this idea that koach dehetera adif. Anyone, anyone could be machmir if you're being mekel and you're being responsible and being mekel. If you're being mekel, so that's a shita. So over here, that's that's the only reason why the Bryce is highlighting simchas beis shoeva. So the Gemara says, okay, I, I, that's really good. Meaning that at, at least we attempted to defend Rav Yosef. The Gemara says, but I don't think, really think he's a defensible position. Because let's take a look at a Bryce. And the Brisa says, and, and the key focus over here is Zehu. This is the Khalil, which is going to, um, of the base of Shreva, which is not going to override Shabbos and not going to override Yantav. Now, Zehu Deinu Docha, Valdekarben Docha. Now, over here, the Diuk is really good. The Diuk is Zehu Docha. This is going to override the, um, sorry, this is not going to override, which means that in another case, it will override. So, money. So we are now looking at, N, uh, at A or N opinion 
that says that the instruments cannot override Simchas Beis HaShoeva, but it can override uh, the Avoda. Who, who is that? So money, that's the, the Gemara's question. So Rav Yosef, Rav Yehuda says that you can always take the instruments out, both for the Shir Shoshoeva and for the Shir of the Avoda. So So it must be that the author of the spices is a Chachamim. So now to Yufta, to Rav Yosef, but talk to Yufta. So the Gemara says, look, we try to defend Rav Yosef, but now not only did we, did we reject Rav Yosef, but we rejected Rav Yosef. Two times over, we rejected Rav Yosef. Meaning, Rav Yosef said that they were, uh, they, they, that everyone agrees by the Simchas Beis Shoeva. So the Gemara says, no, doesn't seem that way. Not everyone agrees by the Simchas Beis Shoeva. Knew it's the Machlokes between Rav Yosef, Rav Yehuda, and, and, and the Chacham. Rav Yosef, Rav Yehuda says it's okay. Take out the instruments, even on Shabbos. And the Chachamim say no. And according to Rav Yosef, there is no, uh, there, I'm sorry, there is a Machlokes by the Shir Shalavoda. And we just concluded there is no machlokas by the Shir Shalavoda. By the Shir Shalavoda, everyone would, would agree that the instruments can override Chabas and Yantif. And so for the Shir Shalavoda, you take out the instruments and you play the instruments. Okay. So the Gemara says to Yufta. So uh, after putting t- yesterday's daf together with today's daf, so the Gemara now has concluded that as far as the Shir Shalavoda is concerned, so Rav Yirmiya seems to be saying the better shot in the machlokas, which is. By the Shir Shalavoda, there is no Machlokas. We have agreement that Shir Shalavoda, so not only is it going to be made up of song and choir and vocals, but it's also going to be made up of instruments as well. I, the, the Simchas Beis HaShoeva, so there we have a Machlokas between Rav Yosef Rav Yehuda and the Chacham. Rav Yosef Rav Yehuda says you can take out the instruments on Shabbos and on Yantav, and the Chachamim say no, you cannot. Because the Simchas Beis HaShoeva is what the Gemara describes as just Simcha Yaseira. It just creates extra Simcha, and it's not an Avoda, so as a result of that, so you don't take out the instruments. Okay. As for the sheet of the Chachamim. Okay. My time on. Okay. So we are now going to wrap up this big, this major discussion in the Gemara of whether or not the Ikashir Bepeh or Ikashir Bekli. My time Ikashir Bekli. The idea that the, the Shir is not only vocals, but it's instruments as well. So uh, do we have Psukim that support it? The Gemara says, sure we do. Uh, the Gemara quotes a Pasuk from Diver Yamim. So the Pasuk and Devar Yamim describing when Chizkiyahu was offering Karbanos, Chizkiyahu now is, is, is later in, in Bayes Rishon, so when he's offering Karbanos, so there's here that accompanies it. And the Pasuk describes not just vocals, the Pasuk is describing um, instruments. Okay, it's, it's pretty... It, it, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty befarish in the pasuk. Al yidei kli David melch Yisrael. Okay, good. So my time of demand am ikashir bepeh. Now, is there any, is there going to be any support for the shita of ikashir bepeh? So the gemara says, sure there is. Dichsi vayike echad lemechatzatzrim ulemeshorim ulashmir kol echad. So the gemara quotes another pasuk in Tanakh. This too also from Divra Hayamim. The pasuk over here describing the meshorim, those who are singing, which means the vocals. Now, so the Gemara says, okay, so really when all said and done, it's a machlokus, uh, it's a machlokus amongst the Tanayim, it's a machlokus in the Psukim. So the Gemara now is going to go through the classic back and forth. What's each Pasuk? If you are subscribing to one Pasuk, how do you touch up the other Pasuk? So that's the Gemara's question. So when, when, when the Pasuk was describing the Shear, the, the Pasuk was describing the vocals. Uh, the instruments? Yeah, the instruments do what instruments do. They make the vocals sound nicer. 
That, that's all. Meaning, the Pasuk is not describing on Shabbos. The Pasuk is describing. Some, they were, they were doing the shear. The Iker shear is bepeh, and, and, and the instruments are there just simply to accompany. Very simple. And now, uh, what do you, what, what, if you see, if you are of the opinion that the Iker Shir is Bikli, so what do you do with the other Pasuk in, in Divrei Yamin? So just like the Levim that, that are in charge of the Chatserah, so they're, they're using Kalim. So, uh, so too, the Mishorim are also using Kalim as well. Okay. Simple. Okay. Um, I kind of, that brings us to the end of the Gemara's discussion, whether or not Ikershir Bepeh, Ikershir Bekli. It's one of the... One, Uh, I'm, I'm not following. Huh? Do you know what sort of, which one is the Yes. 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 Right, correct. In other words, by shir, by shir, you have to be saying the psukim and telim. Right, the instruments can't be saying the psukim. Okay. Nowadays we synthesize, so we could do anything with with kalim. But back in the day, you're right. Okay. Uh, it bring, brings us up to the Mishnah Nun Aleph Amid Aleph, and so now Simchas Beis Hashoeva. Okay, so the Mishnah starts off with a strong statement: Mishnah Lora Simchas Beis Hashoeva, Lora Simcha Miyamaf. So if you never saw Simchas Beis Hashoeva, and unfortunately that's everyone here. And for the last, uh, you know, twenty generations, more, more, more than twenty generations. Okay, it's it, it's been it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Okay, so if you've never seen Simcha's Beis Hashem, you never seen Simcha in your days. And so, what the mission now is going to do is, it's going to attempt, it's going to try uh, to give us a description of what Simcha's Beis Hashem looked like. So let's let's try, let's follow along. The Motzei Yom Tov Rishon Shachag. So on Motzei Yom Tov of the first day of Sukkot, right, the night. Of the first day of Cholamawid, so Yardul Ezras Nashim. So they would uh, they would uh, start walking down to the Ezras Nashim and Masakin Sham Tikun Gadol, and there was a Tikun Gadol. Now, what, what's that a reference to? So uh, stay tuned. The Gemara is going to ask that very question, and that will be the beginning of tomorrow's daf, but not, not today. Okay, if you if you know what it's making reference to, great. And if not, come back tomorrow. Menorah Shalzav Ayusham. So uh, there was the, a, a, a menorah. Now remember, we're not talking menorah in the Azara. We're now walking into the Ezra's Nashim. If you happen to have a picture right now of the base of Mikdash, it would be very helpful. And it will help you uh, configure. It will help you for orientation in terms of where we are. So a picture over here would be very helpful. So they had four, uh, if you will, lampposts. So the Arba Sulamus and there were ladders to get to the top. Um, and, and, and young Kohanim would go up there because they're young and they're not that bright. So perfect. So get them, get them to go up there. When I say not that bright, meaning they're a little bit more adventurous. So, Logan. And, and now they had 120 log. Now for each one of them, collectively, the Gemara is going to discuss. They put that kind of oil in the bowl. And what they would use for wicks is that they would use the old clothing of the Kohanim. Pants and belts of the Kohanim, that's what they, they would use for wicks. And, and, and that's what they would use to light. 
So you had oil, you had wicks, uh, the, the lamps were a hundred amas in the air. Now the lamps were a hundred amas in the air for just a moment, just for the purposes of visual, visualization. Can you imagine now climbing up a ladder that goes up a hundred amas? A hundred amas is, um, right? It's, it's 200, it's 200 feet in the air. So the, um, yeah, it's right. Yeah. So the, um, yeah. It, yeah, so it, it's it's okay. So uh, under, understandably, it's it just it's just it's magnificent, which is what the the Mishnah is trying to trying to inform inform us. So um, the fine chain of era and 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 the light provided light for every courtyard in Yerushalayim. Meaning, obviously, the, it was set up in the Ezra Nashim, but because of the volume of of, of oil and, and and the wicks and the height. So it provided life for the entirety of Yerushalayim. And Chassidim Anshim Aysahim Rakhtim Bifnaim, and you had both the Chassidim and people who were involved in Chassid. And they were the ones who were leading in the dancing. And they had torches in their hands. And torches in their hands, and Rashi says, and they would be juggling those torches. Rashi describes how they'd be, they'd be juggling four, eight, eight torches at one time. And they would and they would be singing praises. And the Levim would have all these instruments in front of them. Uh, uh, without number. Uh, meaning a lot. How many steps did it take to go from the Azara? To the Ezra Nashim. Now it was a descent. Now remember, when you're going from east to west, so you're ascending. Obviously, they're going in the other direction. They're heading from the Azara into the Ezra Nashim. So that means that they are descending. Now, to uh, they, obviously, the descent is going to be translated into actual steps. When we learned the Mishnah Midos, so we went through the configuration. Rashi over here reminds us that each one of the steps was a half an ama high and then half an ama in. And there are 15 of them in total, which means that the total descent, the drop from the Azara to the Ezra Nashim was seven and a half Amma, right? Approximately a 15 foot drop to go from the Azara into the Ezra Nashim, but you didn't drop, obviously, you stepped down. The, um, and 15 steps, that was the 15 Shira Amas that you find in Sefer Tehillim. Shalem Levim Omdim Omrim Shira. It's on those steps that the, that the Levim would be there. And they would be the doing shear. Rashi says this is for the shear of Simchas Beis Hashoeva. As far as the shear for the Avodah is concerned, that's done in the Azara. Obviously, because that's where the Avodah was done, in the Azara. So over here we're talking about now a description of the shear that's done for the, uh, during the Simchas Beis Hashoeva. Yeah, you see the Levim did the instrument. Here. Right, okay. Yeah, but what we saw earlier this morning was a Machlokas Satanayim. Right, so the author of this Mishnah is obviously subscribing to one of the viewpoints. Very good. And, and, and the um, two Kohanim would be on the Sheolim, and they would have trumpets in their hands. And now it was really early in the morning, and, 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 the, uh, and the Vekar, he would call out, and they would blow in the shofar. And they would go down to the tenth step. Now, you can count 10, starting from the top or starting from the bottom. So over here, the 10th step, are we counting from the top, 10 counting from the bottom? If memory serves me, which I really hope it does, that's going to be a machlokis. So, tiku ve'eru tiku. 
Higila Azara, and now they get down to the floor, the Azra's Nashim Tikov Ayrivitik, and they would blow Shofar again. Hayutokin Vochin Ajim again, Lashar Hayotzim in Mizrach. And now, as they continue this march uh, eastbound, so when they got to the eastern gate, so they would blow Shofar again. Higila Shar Yotzim in Mizrach, Hafu Pneim in Mizrach Lamarav. Now, when they would get to the eastern gate, they would all do an about face, a 180, and they would turn into the direction of the Azara. And then they would say, you know, our ancestors, so uh, they didn't do so good. So what they would do is they would, they would face east and they would face the sun. And they would bow to the sun, they would be over to Vodazara. Uh, they would bow eastbound towards the sun. We, on the other hand, we're going to bow, we're going to bow to Akash Baruch Hu. we're not going to be over to Vodazara. We're going to be over there, Hashem. You have to wonder at this point in time why they felt the need at this point in time to say, look, our, our, our vos, eh, not so good. We, on the other hand, we're, we're, we're literally facing the right direction. <laughs> literally. So what, 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 what's the point of that and why do they have to, in other words, what, what, why is it necessary at this point in time to remind the Kaddish Baruch Hu, remind everybody else, eh, you know, the, uh, during Bayes Rishon, uh, there was a little bit of a Vodazar going on. It, it's not... I, not clear why at this point in time that was necessary. The, the turning around and bowing to Akash Baruch Hu, yeah, the, that part I get. So, Rabbi Huda Omer, Hayu Shonim Omer. So, in terms of the Nusach of what they would say, so they would repeat, Anu Lashem, Ul Hashem Okay, and, and the significance of that, so we're going to go over. Okay, Tanu Rabbanu, we start with the Gemara, we're on, Nun Aleph Amid Beis. With the Gemara here, quotes the Bryce of Mishal Ra, Simcha Beis HaShoeva La Ra, Simcha Miyamav. So good. So a reiteration of what we already saw back in the Mishnah. That if you didn't see Simcha, Mamish, you didn't see Simcha. So If you didn't see Yerushalayim in its heyday, so you didn't see something as beautiful. And if you didn't see the base of Mikdash in, in, its, in its built state, you didn't, you didn't see a building. So Mayhi, so the Gemara says, now, when we say the base of Mikdash, which one are we talking about? Now, there are three to choose mm-hmm. from. Now, mm-hmm. I, you heard me correctly. I said three. How the, how the three Bate Mikdash? Now, and I'm not talking about the Mishkan. We're talking about the base of Mikdash. So the options are going to be the first base of Mikdash, the second base of Mikdash built by Ezra Nehemiah, or the second base of Mikdash, 2.0, 2.0 the Herodian base of Mikdash. So Herod, a king, which the Gemara was extraordinarily ambiguous about in terms of his persona and his personality. But the Gemara had no ambiguity regarding the base of Mikdash that he built, right? Unfortunately, the, the, the remains of the base of Mikdash that we have, so those are the remains of the Herodian base of Mikdash. So the Gemara says, that's the one that we're describing. The Gemara says it unequivocally. Amar Abayi Temer of Chisa Zebinyan Hordus. So that is the building of Hordus, the Herodian 2.0 of the second base of Mikdash. That's the building that the Bryce is making reference to in terms of something which you, is as beautiful. And if, you've ne- if you didn't see it, so you didn't, you didn't see a beautiful building. So Bemai Banas, so the Gemara says, okay, a little bit of a description, if you will. So the Gemara is going to give us just that, a little bit of a description. So Amarabba Ba'avne Shisha, Umirma. So it was made up of, of marble. So Ve'ikadamri Ba'avne Shisha Kuchla, Umirma. So the marble was made up of the colors of blue and white. Apik Shafa Ve'ayol Shafa. And, and it basically, uh, the blue and white came in like waves, if you will. Kind of looked like the ocean. Now, Now, at that point in time, they were going to plaster it. Uh, the, blue, the blue marble, the white marble, 
and then Savar Lamishe Dahava. And they were thinking now to put some gold plating on it. So Amrle Rabbanan, so the rabbis got involved. Okay, so uh, the rabbis uh, gave their artistic, uh, artistic opinion, which is, you know what? I got this great idea. Beautiful. Leave the marble. The blue marble, the white marble, the rose of blue and white. Leave it. Shavke. The blue, the, the blue marble, the white marble, leave it, shafke. The hachi shapir, tfei, the mischaze, ke adusa diyama. Because it looks like the ocean. Okay, and a number of people point out over here, the, the ocean, what's, the, what's with the appearance of the ocean? So if you remember, the, by the tzitzis, so they want the tchelis, they want the tchelis by the tzitzis, they want the blue, they want the white of the, uh, uh, of the tzitzis. And, uh, the, uh, and, and it reminds us of the, of the yam, the yam reminds us of the, uh, of the, uh, of the rakia, and the rakia reminds us of the kisei akavod. And, th- and those same impressions come about when you look at the base of Mikdash as well, the blue and the white and and the, and the and, and and it's and it's uh, and its appearance to the Yam. Okay, same basic idea. Remi- reminds us of the Kisei Kavod. Tanya Rabbi Yehuda Omer Mishalo Ra'a Di Yir Plus Ton Shal Alexander Shal Mitzrayim Lo Ra'a Bechvodim Shal Yisrael. So there was a shul in 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 Egypt in the, in, in the city of Alexandria, and if you didn't see that shul and if you didn't see the people there, so you, you missed it. So the Gemara says, Amru kemin basilica gedolaisa. So it looked like a basilica. Stav lifnim mistav. It had colonnades, rows. Pamim shayuba. Now in the Gemara over here in the Gersa that we have, shishim ruba, shishim ribun. So it had 600,000 plus 600,000. The show was made up of 1.2 million people. Okay, is the Gemara speaking here in hyperbole? Maybe. Doesn't matter. The point is, there were a lot of people in that show. It was, it was enormous. And, and, and Kiflaim Kiyotim Mitzrayim, two times the amount of people that exited Egypt. Okay, 1.2 million. So, Vahayuba Ein Aleph Ketadjo Shozahav. And there were 71 chairs, thrones, if you will, that were in the Shul. Keneged Ein Av Shol Sanhedra Gadola. Uh, and corresponding to the Sanhedra Nagadola. Kol Achas Vahachas Eina Pechusa Me'esrim Echad Ribu Kikari Zahav. Each one of them is made out of 21. Now, we have the word Weave Ribu over here, which is 10,000. So that would be 210,000 Kikar Zahav. I don't know how that translates. I don't know if the word Rebu belongs here in the Gemara. It does not belong here in the Gemara. Right? I see it's a discussion in terms of whether or not it should be kept there, it should be taken out. The, I know what the point of the Gemara is. There was a lot of gold making up each one of these chairs, each one of the 71 chairs, and, and again, it represented the Sanhedrin. Now in the middle of the shul you had a bima. V'chazan ha'kinesu somed alaha. And that's where the chazan was. Now again, the word chazan over here doesn't mean the cantor. Uh, the chazan over here means the shamish, the, the gabai. The hasadurim biado. And what did he have? He had, he had flags in his hands. The kevichigil anos amen. Now the, the chazan made a bracha. What we call the chazan. Right? The sheikh seaboard. So he made a bracha. Okay, now some of the people in the shul here heard. And some, people, some of the people in the shul did not hear. It was an enormous shul. It was a massive shul. So how do you inform everyone that a bracha was just being made? If you, can't, if you didn't hear the bracha, you wave the flag. So halamenif, just give me a second. I, 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 know, I know the question that's coming up. So halamenif besudur v'chol amonim amen. So you'd wave the flag and everyone said, oh, oh look, there's the flag. Okay, we're going to answer amen. Velohayu yoshvin me'uravin. Now in terms of the seating, so how was seating done in the shawl? So over here, it wasn't mixed seating. Now, I use the word mixed seating, by the way. <laughs> not, in the, not, in the mod, not in the modern usage of the term mixed seating. Mixed seating over here means that you sat, you sat with, your, with your lanceman. 
You, you sat with with people who were in the same occupation as you. Okay, I I I I'd be sitting with the rebbeim. Okay, <laughs> all right, good. So velo velo zahavim. I'm sorry. Muravim ela zahavim bifneatzman vekasafim bifneatzman menafachim bifneatzman vetarsiim bifneatzman vegardiim bifneatzman. Okay, so each each occupation would be sitting with their occupation. And even in the even in the Smith department, right, right, subspecialty, a hundred, a hundred percent, right. The goldsmith wouldn't be sitting with the silversmith. That, that that's ridiculous. I don't know what's ridiculous about it, but. <laughs> now the Gemara says, now this was all for the purpose of networking. Okay, so when you come to Shul now, so you want to right, you're new in town, and you not only do you want you, you want you want an occupation, you want to find business. So if you have a particular skill set, so now they're going to sit you with your with, with, with your people. You can network. And the Gemara says, and good. And now that was that. That's how you create a shidduch, right? Shidduch in terms of business and occupation. Okay. Now it's it, it makes you wonder. By the way, obviously it's going to it's going it, it's going it's going to engender a lot of talking in shul, and obviously we we don't want talking in shul, but. I, what I imagine, however, is that you know, if if let's let's assume, of course, that they were they were they were holding by no talking during shul. So then, uh, the, obviously, before shul, after shul, it was, just, it, was an, it was a way of networking. Correct. Okay. It's uh, right. It's it, it's 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 impressive. It's impressive. Amr Abaye Vekulu Katlin Alexandrus Muktam. Now, now they were all killed. Now the Gemara has an unfortunately terrible ending to the story of the Shulan Alexander. They were killed. Now, much discussion to be had in terms of who was the one who executed them. Also, we have the words Alexander Mukdam in our Gemara, and there is a major discussion of whether that should be kept in the Gemara or it should be taken out of the Gemara. Most probably Alexander Mukdam, which is Alexander of Macedonia, uh, who, who we describe as Alexander the Great. That that, that should be taken out. Historically, that makes no sense. He was at the beginning of Baisheni, and this description of the shul over here is coming up at a lot, much later time historically. Yeah, probably the Gemara over here, again, it's, we are, we're given precious little information. So uh, right, uh, this what I'm about to say is speculation, but probably over here we're talking about a shul that existed after Chorban Beis HaMikdash, the Chorban, Chorban of the Second Temple, which is hundreds and hundreds of years after Alexander the Great. So... Okay, so there is a major discussion of whether the, the name should be kept there or should not be kept there. Either way, my Tami they were punished. Why were they punished? So uh, the Pasuk says that we're not to go back there, we're not to go back to Egypt. And so not only did they go back to Egypt, but they settled over there and they created this big shul over there. And to that, the Gemara says, for that they were reprimanded, more than reprimanded, they were punished. The Inu Hador, Asu, Ki Asu Ashkechina Dahavo, Karu b'sifra, Yisa Hashem Alecha Goy Merachok, and the um, so 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 when they came, they said that a Kadosh Baruch Hu will 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 get you from 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 a distance. Amr Michte Hau Gavra. So now, uh, when this person, this person meaning uh, the, the executioner, meaning okay, whoever he was, again we we saw in the Gemara the the Gers of Alexander Mukdam, okay, whoever he was. Right, the the executioner. So he said the following: Amr Mechti Ahu Gavra by Lamese Safinta Baasar Yume. So normally it was from where he started. Uh, it was a ten day trip uh, by boat, and Dalia Zika Vaasa Safinta Bechamisha Yuma. Normally a ten day travel. He got there in five days. Nafal Alayu Bekatliu. So he says, "Oh, it's it's a simantov. 
So in other words, if, if, if I obviously have some sort of divine assistance in terms of arriving at my destination, arriving at my location, and, um, and, uh, and so he, he, he took it as a, as a good sign, and so uh, he went through with the battle, and, and, he, destroyed, and he destroyed everybody in, 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 the, in this community in Alexandria. Okay, uh, terrible, terrible ending to the daf. Wish, uh, wish we could end off on a better point. Uh, but let's, let's summarize today's daf. Okay, uh, big discussion today on the Amud Alf was Ikr Shir Bekli, Ikr Shir Bepeh. And the Machlokas that we saw yesterday in terms of the Machlokas uh, Hatanayim, that uh, when, you, uh, when the Shir comes and accompanies the, uh, the Avoda and the Sibchas Beis HaShoeva, so is it, you, you have the vocals, you have the instruments. Is it going to be overriding the Shabbos? Or, and, and is it going to be overriding the Yantav? So it's a machlokis. It's actually a double. It's a double layer machlokis. Machlokis atanayim, and then between yesterday and today, we saw it's a machlokis amaraim. How to understand the machlokis atanayim? In yesterday's daf, we had Rav Yosef who said that the machlokis is only on the simchas beis hashoeva. But when it comes to the avoda, so no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me do that again. Let me do it correctly. On the simchas beis hashoeva, so kuliam. Everyone who says that it's not going to be overriding Shabbos and Yantav. However, by the simcha, by, by, by the shir shalavoda, that's a machlokis between the Tanaim. Tanakama says it doesn't override, and Rav Yehuda says it does override. That is the, uh, that was yesterday's daf. In today's daf, Rav says no. By the avoda of the, of the kli, uh, so everybody agrees that it will be over, it will be overriding the avoda on Shabbos and on Yantav. And the only machlokis between uh, the Chacham and Rav Yosef, Rav Yehuda is on the Simchas Beis HaShoeva. Rav Yosef, Rav Yehuda says it, it, it's, a, it, it's an avoda itself, meaning the Simchas Beis HaShoeva also falls under this category of avoda, and therefore it is, it, it, it is going to override Shabbos and Yantav. And uh, the Chachamim say no, it's not, it's not an avoda. And it's, it's, it's only for the purposes of Simcha Yisera. And so therefore it's not going to be overriding Shabbos and Yantav. And, and the Gemara ends up concluding that Rav Yermia is giving the, 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 what seemingly is the more correct uh, shot of the machlokes between the Rav Yossi and the Chachamim. And now it's basically a summary of the Amad Aleph. And then we got to the Mishnah, the Nalf Amad Aleph, and it describes Simcha's base HaShoeva. And if you didn't see it, Miyamav, if you didn't see it, so you didn't see Simcha. And the Mishnah went on to describe uh, what exactly the scene looked like. Uh, we, we basically went through the march descending mm-hmm. down from the Azara into the Azos Nashim on the, uh, the on, on, on Motzei Yantiv, right, really early in the, mo- in the morning uh, on the... Um, uh, on the first day of Cholamoid, so the, the, the march down, in which, uh, while walking down the steps, we'd be blowing shofar at certain intervals, and, uh, the, uh, and they would be lighting the torches. There were four torches in the Esos Nashim, and the march continued all the way to the Eastern Gate, and when they got to the Eastern Gate, they would turn around, and they say, Anullah Hashem, and our forefathers, not, not, not so good, but Anullah Hashem, but we turn and we, we bow down to Akash Baruch Hu. Okay, and, and, and many, diff- many other details that I, I didn't go over in the summary, and then in the Gemara t- today, we went over in the Braisa that if you didn't see Simcha's base for Shoev, you didn't see Simcha. If you didn't see Yerushalayim in, in, in its glory, you didn't see a, a city as beautiful. If you didn't see, uh, if you didn't see the base of Mikdash, you didn't see such a beautiful structure. Which base of Mikdash, oddly enough, interestingly enough, the Herodian 2.0 version of the second base of Mikdash. If you didn't see it, you, you, you really missed it out. The Gemara gave a little bit of detail that second uh, uh, of that of that updated version of the of the second base of Mikdash, with the blue and white marble looking like the oceans, looking like the waves of an ocean. And then the Gemara also complimented the shul and Alexandria Shalmetzrayim, uh, that was made up of a, 
of, of, of over a million mispalim in that shul, and, and how the seating worked in that shul, and how the answering to the amen uh, worked in that shul. Okay, if, I'm, if, I, if I can predict, predict correctly, so uh, what Ben was going to ask me uh, was, how do you answer amen to, uh, to a bracha that you, don't he- that you didn't hear? Okay, so, Tosvos, uh, I'll do the Tosvos tomorrow. Tosvos is found in tomorrow's daf. So Tosvos asked that very question, and so we'll start off there tomorrow.